this is your blind techno geek that explores iOS and Android, and today I'm going to be doing what's on my Galaxy S20 Plus. Now, what I totally did not mention yesterday was that this phone is running Android 11, uh, software-wise. Um, not that that matters really for apps and what's on my Galaxy. But just know, of course, that if it sticks with running Android 11, apps will eventually become incompatible. So, let's see what we have. I just went to my apps screen. We're going to start with page one here. Oh, come on, please. Of course, you've got your Google folder. I could start with that, but honestly, I think most people know what's in the Google folder. Okay, I do have five notifications. Okay, I wonder if I missed anything. That's always what's in the Google photos. I mean, Google folder. Wow. I said photos because I passed photos. Okay, going to the Samsung folder. I don't even use that. I don't know if I use that really because I did create my own, um, oh, what do they call them here? AR emojis. I'm so used to the, uh, and emojis and memojis from iOS. Of course. That's Samsung's version of files. Google has one too. Samsung Health, of course. Okay, and that's it because I got rid of Samsung email, which was not even on there in the first place, nor was Samsung internet, which was uh, on the older phones. They had Samsung email and internet uh, right off the bat coming out of the box, but now they do not do that anymore. And I'm actually quite glad because we already have Chrome and Gmail. The Verizon folder, of course, is only for Verizon phones. Yeah, call filter is just... It checks for spam calls and identifies phone numbers. Cloud is Verizon's cloud. I don't even know how much stuff I've stored in there. Because I normally store it in, like, the Google Cloud. Digital Secure, that's like for safe web browsing and safe, uh, just anything ha like having to do with safety. Message Plus. Message Plus I use on a daily basis. That is Verizon's messaging app. And for the most part, I can definitely get it to work accessibly. Maybe the only thing that I get a little bit confused about is when I go into settings. My Verizon. But it's not too bad. My Verizon is Verizon's main app. That's what you do. That's actually how I bought my phone in the first place, was I went to my Verizon and ordered it from there. Uh, but you can check your bill, you can check your status of your bill, and you can pay your bill if you're not set up for auto pay. I wasn't for the longest time after I swapped plans. Um, oh, what else does it do? You can chat with a Verizon representative online through the app, which is pretty cool. Edge panels, edge. 
That's all for the Verizon um, folder. Now, this phone automatically puts everything in alphabetical order when I go to my apps drawer. That's the version Bible app that I have. It's very accessible. As you can hear, I did switch my voice to the British Samsung TTS. It's the new one. Um, but I do still use acapella TTS on occasion, which is what I was using yesterday. Ira, of course, most people know is an application that you can call a representative. You can only do it for like five minutes on this app because they expect you to buy your smart glasses. They're smart glasses that will allow you to um, see anything around you and ha have a volunteer help you. Amazon Alexa, one notification. I also have Be My Eyes as well. You'll hear that uh, because, of course, they're free. Amazon A-Lady speaks for herself. I took Amazon shopping off of my phone because I was spending way too much money. And so, um, yeah, that just had to go. I also took eBay off my phone. It was on my phone yesterday, uh, but I was also spending too much money on that. So Anchor. Anchor, of course, is what I'm using to make this podcast. Last I checked, it was a lot more accessible as far as button, button labeling was concerned. When I last opened the Android version... Basically, a lot of the buttons were unlabeled, like the create button's unlabeled. Uh, I think your podcast button might be labeled, but there's a lot, a lot to be desired in the Android version. Whereas the iOS version, which is what I'm using right now, I'm recording on my iPad, has all of its buttons labeled. Audible, Audible speaks for itself. It's Amazon's audiobook service. I used to have a subscription to that. Unfortunately, it's stuck on my phone, even though I no longer have an uh, an Audible subscription. Be my eyes. I explained that a little bit ago. Best Buy, one notification. Best Buy, of course, speaks for itself, too. It's the Best Buy, like, shopping app. Um, I could have ordered my stuff online when I ordered my tablets uh, last week, the Kindle and the Nook, but instead I decided I wanted to see them in the actual, like, I wanted to hold the devices in my hand and check them out first before I did anything. Bible, one notification. Bible Gateway. Bible Gateway, of course, also speaks for itself. You can look up Bible verses. It's also very accessible if you only rely on your phone to read scripture. I do that a lot with my phone. Um... At least I started back up again after a long time of not doing it. Um, a nice thing about the Uversion Bible app is that it'll actually, uh, going back to that, it'll actually give you the verse of the day. Calculator speaks for itself. Calendar speaks for itself. Camera speaks for itself. Clock speaks for itself. Clubhouse, of course, is a social audio platform that everybody and his brother is getting on. Especially blind folks who like to meet each other online, and I do that as well. Uh, I've met some awesome people on other apps that preceded it, like Varel and uh, Dabble. Dabble did a major renovation. Clubhouse. It's pretty crazy. Contacts. Contact speaks for itself. Cut and cut music. 
Cut ringtone and cut music is pretty accessible. There are some unlabeled buttons and you'll have to play around with it. But I have been able to make ringtones just by using this app. Page one of page two. Going on to page two, digital more digital we have Google's digital well-being, which is basically do not disturb. It gives you screen time limits. All the things you'd expect from the screen time setting on an iOS device if you're coming from an iPhone. Discord. Discord is a chat platform for gamers. I use it with certain people uh, because some people who are not using Facebook Messenger have resorted to using Discord now. Um, especially, I use it with my cousin. And uh, I definitely... Think a lot more blind people are getting on it because they're testing some accessibility features. In fact, when you first set up Discord on a phone, whether it's iPhone or Android, it'll tell you, we detected that you're using an accessibility service. You're using a screen reader. Would you like us to keep the features on that work well with the screen reader? And you press yes if you are using a screen reader. If you're using Zoom, it probably doesn't matter and it will probably not pop up. I'm wrong. Samsung Internet seems to still be on here. I wonder if I downloaded it myself. Option. Discord. Disney, Plus. Disney Plus speaks for itself. Docs. Docs speaks for itself. It's Google Docs. DoorDash. DoorDash also speaks for itself. I got that because of quarantine. I thought that I was going to have to order some food online. The good news is I was not able. Uh, I didn't have to end up doing that. Facebook speaks for itself. Galaxy store, Galaxy store is Samsung's own app store. Those of you that don't have Samsung phones will not know that, possibly. So just explaining to you. It doesn't have as much uh, selection as the Google Play Store, but it's got some pretty good options. Galaxy Wearable, Galaxy Wearable is where you set up a Galaxy Watch or a Galaxy pair of Buds, like the Buds Live which I have the Buds Pro. Um, I've got a Galaxy Watch Active 2 that I forgot to put on and wear today. Again, gallery. gallery is Samsung's photo gallery. And honestly, I don't find it very accessible. I do not find it very user-friendly. So I have resorted back to using Google Photos. Game Launcher, Game Launcher is Samsung's own type of Google Play games, but I, I don't know if it's as good. I have been, I had tried it out and then I resorted back to Google Play games because I used like some of the features like owning a pet in Google Play games and I wasn't impressed with the accessibility of it and it had the exact same problem I was describing in Samsung messages and email as well it would jump around google pay google pay is google pay for some reason that's still on there even though it's been replaced by the new app called gpay i don't know if i can remove it i haven't tried yet google tv google tv speaks for itself it replaced google play movies and tv um honestly i was mad because i bought some stuff off of that a couple years ago and those movies aren't available anymore GPay, of course, I just explained. Home. Home is the Google Home app. And you know that I do have a Google Nest Mini that I did. Uh, I 
think, I don't remember if I posted the unboxing of the Google Nest Mini. Instagram, Instagram speaks for itself. Internet, Internet speaks for Keep itself. Notes. Keep notes, that speaks for itself. That's Google's Keep. Uh, Google Keep. Canopy Reader I have. Um, I just got it. I don't have the unlimited version yet. I'm going to wait until it goes on sale around Christmas time it normally does. Um, but it's an app that you can hold over a piece of paper, take a picture of it, and have it read it back to you. Lazarillo. Lazarillo. I've heard it pronounced Lazarillo. I believe it's a Spanish name, I think. It's a GPS app, and I haven't played too much with it on Android. I did play with it a little bit on the iPhone side and noticed that it skipped a couple of roads, uh, which tells me it could potentially be more like a walking GPS, which would be really nice for me, because I don't think I have access to something like Soundscapes here on Android. Live 360, for those of you that don't know, is a family locator. My family uses it to track each other as we're driving somewhere. Um, I have it set up to where I arrive. It alerts us if we arrive at home, we, we arrive at work, you know, just a, a safety type of thing. And they've added all these features like emergency services, um, SOS, and things like that 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 you have to um, pay for with a monthly subscription but I do not pay for anything with a monthly subscription as far as Live360 is concerned so I definitely uh, don't have any of those features. Page one of page, page. Going to page three now. Page. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn speaks for itself. Live transcribe. live transcribe that must be I believe that's Google's live transcribe that they came out with when Android 10 came out. I have two apps called Lookout. One is an antivirus software and the other is Google's Lookout. That is their counterpart to Microsoft Seeing AI, which is basically an app that recognizes objects, recognizes, I think in some cases, one of these apps recognizes people if you set it up to. Uh, it will recognize text, recognize scenes around you. I haven't had a lot of success getting these apps to really recognize it very accurately. Because I've tested it in environments where I know what's around me and it still gets it wrong. Lyft, not Lyft. Wow. Um, yeah, Lyft is the ride-sharing app that uh, a lot of us sometimes have to rely on to uh, get around from place to place if the access bus or uh, your bus system is not able to, like, pick you up. Or in some cases where there's no bus stop nearby, that's, like, very helpful, except it costs a lot more than riding, like, a paratransit access bus. Or even, I think, just regular bus in general. Messages. Messages at Samsung's messages. And I do not use it. Messenger, one notification. Messenger speaks for itself. My cart. That's my chart, not my cart. That would be a health app uh, where you have access to your all of your doctor's appointments and your um, your. Basically, 
whatever system you use for doctor visits to keep up with medicines, to keep up with all of your health needs, that's uh, what that's for. Netflix speaks for itself. OneDrive. OneDrive, that's Microsoft's OneDrive. Phone, Phone speaks for itself. Play games. Play games, of course. I've got games all set up to where it's in Google Play Games and the Galaxy uh, Game Launcher. They're not showing up on my home screen because I have too many pages of apps anyway. So I thought the games would overwhelm my home screen a little bit too much. So I'll go into play games a little bit and tell you what's on there. Play music. Play music? I have no idea why that's still there because I thought it was replaced with YouTube music. Oh well. Play store. Play store speaks for itself. That's Android's app store. Private share. Private share? I think this is an app where Samsung users can share stuff with each other, whether it's notes and photos and reminders and stuff like that. Uh, there's another thing called group sharing, which you can share reminders rain as well. Rain alarm is basically, it tells you when it's going to rain by giving you a rain and thunder notification sound. It's pretty cool. Reminder. It's based on your location, like any other weather app would be. Reminders, Samsung's reminders, and I actually have been finding it quite helpful. I wish it would pronounce Roku correctly. That would be for my smart TV. I find that app very accessible. Um, even the remote has unlabeled buttons, but the unlabeled buttons are actually the remote arrows. And it, it definitely, this comes in handy when you've replaced, misplaced your remote control. It's, it's kind of interesting because I've misplaced mine for a month or so. And still haven't been able to find it. So I've been using my phone as a remote control. All the rest of the buttons are labeled. I mean everything else on the Roku remote. And then you can see shows that are featured in the home tab. And uh, you can see your device. You can wake your device from the Roku app under device. Uh, which are the three tabs running across the bottom of the page when you open the Roku app. It's pretty cool. I can show you my TV later because, of course, that does have to do with tech. Samsung Notes, Samsung Notes speaks for itself. Samsung Pass. Samsung Pass. What is that? I think. Is that a password manager? I think so. That's just one of those things that, like, runs in the background, and I don't even know that it's running until... I get some notification that says, do you want to save this password to Samsung Pass? And I say, yes, I do, because I forget passwords very often. Samsung Pay. Samsung Pay also speaks for itself. It's not a very accessible setup. I don't know if I really recommend it. Settings. Settings speaks for itself. Shazam. Shazam speaks for itself. That's the music application uh, where you get to have the phone listen for songs around you, and it will tell you what song is playing. Sheets. Sheets is Google Sheets. Signal. Signal. Now, I use this like a crazy person. This is an app that is just like WhatsApp. And when WhatsApp changed its privacy policy to the one that was kind of sketchy, <clears throat> let's just say I switched all my operations, including my praise band team group chat, to Signal. I was going to use Telegram, but at the time I was using iOS and I wasn't impressed with Telegram on iOS. 
But that's a different story for Android. Simple Chime is an app that chimes the hour and you can change the sound effect. Right now I have it on a church bell setting. It's a very low church bell. Slides, Slides is Google Slides. Snapchat, one Snapchat speaks for itself. That would be another picture-taking social media and video-taking social media, kind of like Instagram is. Spotify. Spotify Music, of course, I am. subscribed to that. Telegram is a whole nother animal on Android. It's a whole lot more accessible. I love it. And I am in the blind Android users Telegram chat and I'm liking it actually. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't have found out that Clubhouse is actually on Android because we don't have the kind of resources iOS d does. <laughs> yes, guys, I am on TikTok and I post mostly music on there. Um, some of the stuff that I've done on Voicey, I post on TikTok. And I also did some silly little tech thing on TikTok when I first started out on there. Tile, one notification. Tile is the app where you can set up little tiles on your stuff and find it if you need to. The, the, those little devices that ring. I honestly think that I am so glad that I didn't stick with the Apple system and get the Apple tag, which is the competitive to Tile, because I think just Tiles work just as well for me, and the app is very accessible. Tips. Tips is Samsung Tips. On occasion, I do check these because, actually, I found out something really cool I could do with my ringtones and emojis. Uh, that's Ulti Pro. I use that for work that I can get my check stubs and uh, I can check. I can check. I don't know if I can check attendance on on that. I do have a separate clock app that I use on my PC for work, um, but I can check. I think my insurance benefits were uh, done through Ulti Pro this year, but I didn't use the app to complete them. I used my PC so I really haven't done much with the app itself. Voice recorder. Samsung does have a voice recorder, and I have used that a lot. I've used it ever since I had my S7 phone. Voicemail, and it's accessible. All the buttons are pretty much labeled, voice I believe. Voicemail, that speaks for itself. Voloco is a music app where you can record over beats, and yes, I use that all the time. Funny thing, it sounds better when I do it from my Android than I can do from my iPad. It's really weird. Voxer is a walkie-talkie app, and it's pretty old. Um, I only have a couple of friends that use it. Wallpapers. Wallpaper speaks for itself. WhatsApp. WhatsApp speaks for itself. Page one of five. Hey, 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 page five. On to page five. Zedge. More of Zoom. All I have is Zedge and Zoom page on here. Zedge, the ringtone Zedge. app. Zoom being the new normal social media platform that everybody and his brother uses. And everybody and his brother are following in Zoom's footsteps. As far as features are concerned, FaceTime's getting it this year with iOS 15. Uh, Skype did it. Skype did the whole meet thing. Uh, Google did it. I, 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 just, I just stuck with Zoom. I mean, I still use Google, but I've never really used Google Meetup. I want to test it out, but Skype's pretty old, though. Um, let's open play games, open play games, 
All I had to do was press and hold in the power button for Bixby. Audio Game Hub is fun. It's got a bunch of different games in it, and I honestly hope that they don't go out of business because they're just like one of the few games that us Android users can do. Turf Wars, yeah, that is a GPS-based mafia, and I tried playing it on iOS, but for some reason I had more success claiming turf on the Android um, side than I did on the iOS side. I don't know what that was all about, but for some reason the map on the iOS side was not showing any uh, uh, features. <laughs> Weird, huh? My mob is up to 24 people, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Torn is another one of those crime-type games, and I I like it better than Turf Wars. It's not GPS-based, but it is text-based, and it's actually, for the most part, accessible on both iOS and Android. The only thing that I have such, uh, such a hassle doing is sending messages back and forth. I just started playing that, and I'm not understanding it because they didn't give you instructions on how to play that. Uh, but if this is an audio game... I'm still trying to figure out how to play that. That's like a cat catching a um, catching a refugee or something like that. Oh, that's in a completely different language, and I got it the other night. And I was just testing it. Of course, a blind legend is oh that popular game where I think the guy is the knight is blind and his daughter or his wife or something gets kidnapped. Audio Wizards is another app that was partially developed by blind people, especially the music was apparently composed by, uh, I think, eight different blind composers, which is pretty cool, uh, but I never got the hang of it. Solitaire is not accessible. Orna? is surprisingly quite accessible and I'm surprised it's not shown up on the um the iOS app directory on Applevis of course on Android nobody knows about anything game wise because we don't have these resources again it's not our fault we should I think uh, yeah I'm probably oh and there's my chime course there's trivia, trivia crack, crack and dice world which is sadly not as good on android and evil apples which kept crashing on me pac-man's not accessible i died in like three seconds flat so i have the no ads version and the actual like ads type version random adventure where they like to that one is eh. It's sort of accessible. I mean, it's an audio game, but I can't look at the map. The map is not accessible. Cribbage Pro is a card game, and I've been trying to get people to play it so bad because, like, I don't know. I need a new game to play instead of Dice World. And I, what I'm talking about is, like, um, 
Yeah, I think that's rain alarm saying service background alarm. Um, what I'm talking about in terms of multi is just multiplayer games. That's probably one of the reasons why I play Torn a lot now. I don't think I have the accessible Minesweeper on this one. Frequency Missing is an interesting game and a little bit creepy to me, actually. Perceptron... <laughs> yeah, that's from Torn. So apparently we were able to uh, blackmail someone, which I promise I don't do in real life. It's just something that... It's like a part... It's just a part of the game. I try not to let myself get emotionally involved um, in playing Torn. Because, you know, I don't want to actually be doing any of the things that you do in that game. Like, in real life, I don't want to be doing these things. Yeah, Perceptrons is... Perceptrons kind of an odd game. Where you're trying to build a computer model that will do tasks for you. And it's interesting because it doesn't send you notifications when it's done. Home Quest is kind of... Is kind of the same way where it won't send you notifications and it won't really run the background. But basically, you, you've you got your tribe and you're you're going to battle against the neighboring tribes who are trying to steal from you. Doing it right. Play doing it right button. Doing it right is a puzzle game. It's sort, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Bop It, slightly. Universal or maybe Universal even better would be like a, it's kind of a Simon-type game. Universal Paperclips is fun because you just get to watch your paperclips be made and sold. Whirlybird is something Google Play Games just gave me. It's not accessible. Snake's not accessible. Cricket's not accessible. I used to have Blind Cricket, but I decided to get rid of it. Alright, well that is all that is on my Samsung Galaxy S20. Thanks for listening and I absolutely hope that you don't yawn right along with me. And I also hope that I did not trigger anybody's <clears throat> A-ladies. See you later, Technogators.